everybody and welcome to another episode of Over the Curb podcast a formula 1 podcast for fans old and new by formula 1 fans old and new we are talking about suzuka this time around with the kramer honey badger shakuni and neel and myself a full house again we are yo 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 yes we are welcome back it. to the podcast we are killing it with the attendance stats this yeah. season Yep. Yeah. They should Kramer be some has finally unmuted himself. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> miracle, miracle. There's <laughs> like some memes I can just see. Speaking of memes, let's talk about Suzuka. Because Oh, I thought you wanted to talk about George Russell. <laughs> oh my god, I am going to talk <laughs> yeah. about George Russell. Uh I thought you wanted to talk about Chelsea. ஹார்டெட்லிட்டி <laughs> 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 You said yourself. I don't care if yeah, Chelsea lost. Podcast, I'm just happy that Arsenal okay, drew. I am not supporting. Okay, I am not supporting. I give up. I am supporting Brighton. Yeah. You still won't support the team that is currently second. You'd rather go for the third one. Who's second? Liverpool. No. <laughs> Brighton are underdogs. What? See, I, I agree with Kramer. Brighton are underdogs. Like, I would also rather support Brighton. To Wait, be honest. But Kramer... Kramer you put up a story saying that you are uh, you have turned into a Liverpool fan now. Yes. Very public announcement because I remember this fucker saying that he's going to support <laughs> Liverpool and I didn't I was like I need a public announcement for the same and he did. Man, I tried to And this Liverpool. is why listeners this is why we pick on Kramer. It is 100% yes. warranted. You don't have to feel sorry. because this is what he does this is exactly what he does and uh, we I love it because that's a lot of content for us to pick on but he absolutely deserves it mm. and he has nothing mm. to say I for himself i was trying to jinx okay i was trying to jinx you what will he say he can't exactly. say anything he he can't say anything I was trying to jinx liverpool like i did with manchester united but it didn't work <laughs> no because um uh for once i will side with kramer and say manchester united has ten hag rather than blaming everything on hagwire maguire for kramer's sake today i will refer to him as maguire and not hagwire yeah thank you mari <laughs> hagwire and we can start referring ten hag as ten hag <laughs> ten hag for more shit jokes connect with me <laughs> ஒருத்தர்மல் Dude, what, what is Hagwire? <laughs> He's Maguire. 
yeah but like aguair is the only fofo to lingo that i know because i tried to follow aguair even we called it with before fofo to also me and my friends yeah 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 aguair yeah. is pretty common in among indian fans not yes 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 okay. yeah okay but like i was i was not a football girl and before. for british fans it is the fridge <laughs> fridge yes फ्रिजर we have one song and kept it for like Ew, last who was that years. team that was chanting uh, get uh, maguire on the the one that they lost uh, the crowd the opponent team uh, support was shouting uh, that ten hag should get maguire on the field and then he did and then they scored a lot of goals was it against arsenal did yeah 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 okay Yeah, uh, I think fun. so. Yeah, the one, the one where him and Phil Jones fucked up. Phil Jones, not is... Phil Jones, Johnny Evans. Johnny, Johnny Evans. 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 Who the Evans. fuck is Phil? No, that's Arsenal. Arsenal. Who is Phil Jones? Phil Jones. Phil Jones. Phil you can Jones. only recognize by the pictures. Yeah. No, no. If you if you oh, think please. that Harry Maguire is the biggest goofball, oh, Phil Jones is the father of this entire thing. Dude, no, no, no. There is one more father. Who was that? Oh. Arsenal defender, centre back man. I'm forgetting his name. Gabriel. Oh. No, 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 no. He was a uh, ex. Hmm. He did like full 360 spin around Hazard and all, man. Oh. Ah, uh, wait, wait, wait. Ah, uh, that German guy. I forgot his name. Did a 360 around Hazard. Hazard is like the yeah, one player yeah. you're obsessed with. No, no, he he didn't do a 360. Vermalen tha kya? Nahi. Mustafi. Oh, German. But Mustafi was good, bro. Ha, Mustafi was generally good. Just Hazard. So, वो तो एक ही बार हुआ था ऐसा. And come on, then I can pull up uh, Mustafi. Mustafi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the German guy. What was his name? The tall guy. Rob Holding. No, no, Rob Holding. Rob Holding. English. English. That Kalosinac. Kalosinac. Koshielni. No. Lauren Koshiel. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I'm still trying to figure out why I remembered the name Phil Jones because I. Phil Jones is like, yeah. You must have heard it somewhere, like Phil Jones Hospital or something. Because he was there in Manu for like Good. four years, didn't play a game. The 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 only way you will you would remember Phil Jones is uh from that pick to the yeah. defensive pick. The defensive pick the where his face, face is all me. Yeah, <laughs> the face he makes in that pick. Nah. He is legend, dude. He who is that one more guy who who got shit in his mouth? Ashley Young. Wow. Yeah, Ashley. Oh, that was he nice literally got shit in, shit in his mouth. Yeah. I Do you know that one? See, no. I just think that I was going to say Phil Hill, and then I just went for Jones for some reason. But the, no, I. The, there is a yeah. There is a video on YouTube uh, showing Ashley Young getting 
shat in his mouth by a bird. What the fuck? Yes. And it is yeah. and it is not yes. Photoshop or made up. Ah, it yeah, is nothing. Uh, nothing. It, it is happened. true. Who is actually young? Another oh, man. He is a very old young player. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. His name is Ashley. Yeah. He's pretty good at Aston Villa. There okay. was a time when he was really good, but then he Went just. Menu. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, even at Roma, I was solid. At Roma, you solid. Mm. Yeah, but why Anyone do players be failing for... at Manu? It's like Manu sounds like the Red Bull second seat. Like what? Like everyone so, was yeah. solid, just like fucks it up at Manu. What's up with Manu? I hope. Actually, the problem is that everyone joins Manchester United with a certain set of ego, and everyone with ego cannot. work together you know someone has to bow down and in manchester united no one bows down and if you do by chance bow down thinking for the good of the game and team then you get exploited so much that you just start not giving shit about it ha huh. it's the history of the manchester united okay after that stunning it's the legend of Let's get okay. into it. Let's go back to Suzuka. Yeah, let's get to F1. <laughs> let's get to F1. Um, Suzuka. Ah, uh, one one sentence reactions for Suzuka. Okay, I for can't... me it was a Mercedes team good. battle. It was the race was good, was... but yeah, Max. Ah, uh, it was lights out and Max takes the win situation. But Baki battles were good. I also liked McLaren trying to do the undercut and everything. So all in all, good, I guess. Hmm. I think there were a lot of team orders in this race. Yeah, that. Hmm. Also, George I mean, Russell's bitch ass. But so I think the team orders for Suzuka for every team were strategic. I did not find any team order this time. just to satisfy the ego of someone it was more so done for the greater good of the team hmm yeah right so like the mclaren team orders made sense um lando had more pace um the team orders for uh mercedes also makes sense yeah it made sense but like it was a little bit too late i was like and george russell just sitting his ass down and just arguing, oh but why can't we do it on the last lap like what but he You're... took okay he took 3 laps to just do that and the gap between him and lewis was not that big for him to slow down he took 3 laps to do that he was still fighting while getting team orders and then he is crying on why are you giving me team orders bitch exactly. you are not doing what you are supposed to exactly and like even in the in the beginning of the race okay attacks lewis first lewis fights back and then he's like <laughs> what are we doing are we fighting others or are we fighting each other you started it <laughs> you started it don't start what you can't finish idiot Oh wow! Oh my God, I am so tired of George Russell. Like even up until halfway through the season, I was still like, mm, "Okay, George, you're doing some questionable things, but it's okay. You're young. I'll give you the benefit. You, you like, we have a strong driver pairing. As soon as the car is good, going uh, like he's going to like Lewis is going to need a good second driver. But his bitch ass is just like fucking annoying me, man." It's annoying me so much. He's lucky he didn't get team orders in Singapore. Couldn't do anything, could he? George Russell. Seriously, George. I was I was sitting at the airport while I was I was watching that beginning part of the race. 
uh, while sitting at the airport and I literally shouted so loudly that people around were like what happened to her yeah, <laughs> we are coming to Q1 <laughs> it is so annoying George Russell I dude I don't know like he thinks he's done I think he's still living in the la- in his performance of last year because he did beat mm. Lewis last year and good very good good job um but lewis is carrying this team even with questionable team strategies and everything like he is the driver fighting for the second in the constru- uh, in the drivers championship and they are literally in such a close battle with ferrari like uh, i don't know and first of all like nobody asked george to do a one stop he chose to do a one stop the exactly my point he that dumb ass he is so stupid he decides to do it then gets angry on why are you doing this to me yes exactly and like i i can't i can't with george russell anymore i uh, i understand why mercedes have them and i now understand why lewis was uh, so much in favor of keeping valtteri although like Bottas uh his performance in 2021 was not that great i would say if if george was in the mercedes in 2021 it would have been a very different result lewis would have uh retired after winning his eighth and we wouldn't have given a fuck that red bull was dominating so much but <sighs> george russell get your shit together george uh and then, and then uh gasly dude i don't even i don't even recall uh when alpine gave gasly the team orders to pass ocon to uh, attack alonso i either missed it or it was not broadcasted i i i don't know what happened but apparently gasly uh so alpine asked ocon to give the uh to swap places with gasly to let him go through to attack alonso and uh, try to win a position he wasn't able to and so on the last lap uh, gasly was asked to give the position back and he lost his shit did you guys know this oh yeah yeah he no, no, no. the middle finger and everything yeah so Wait, middle finger to whom to ocon to the team and to, to the team I mean, yeah. yeah what i didn't know this yes so uh, gasly was like why are you asking me to do this i was clearly faster this that blah 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 and uh, in the press conference gasly was like i don't understand why i was asked to do that but we'll discuss it internally and ocon in his press conference said that you know um i've been with the team for four years and when i was driving with daniel or when i was driving with alonso the rule was always the same this has always been the rule if you swap positions to gain positions if you're not able to gain the positions you give the place back so um that has always been the rule and that's what ocon said so clearly the ocon gasly beef that uh, we talked about when they were joining the team uh together it's, it's still there and uh, it's crazy dude so honey badger what are your thoughts on uh, on finding this out on this podcast because this thing was not broadcasted oh, I... gasly's uh, anger on asking for the position back was not 
um, broadcasted because I think at the time uh, in the last couple of laps, it was like the battle for fifth position between uh, Carlos and Lewis, which was the focus. Mm-hmm. And then Max Verstappen on the final lap, that was the focus. So yeah. I don't think this was yeah, yeah, yeah. announced uh, or like broadcasted. But yeah, this is what happened. I mean, I don't have any. I mean, I don't know exactly what happened there. Uh, for the, I mean, I don't know even the fact that they had a team orders in place. So yeah, can't comment on it much. Yeah, I think I unless find... until if I see the whole race through the uh, Gasly's on board, hearing through the through. His radios. I am not sure. I can yeah. get the context of it. Yeah, uh, because the, even even uh, the fact that uh, Gasly was like Ocon was given team orders was um, not broadcasted. So it's hmm. um, yeah. Um, and then uh, let's uh, talk about uh, Sergio Perez. Before going to uh, Sergio, uh, do you think? The Mercedes fight was okay for you? No, it's not okay for for me. It were it feels like it, it seems like. See clearly, George is disappointed with what happened last week. Uh, I think a lot of it okay. is coming from that place also because he had a podium in his head. He had a chance uh, to uh, win the race. And to make up those positions, so I think there is a little bit of that frustration. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I think in the debrief he saw that how how much faster Lewis was. I think George Russell knows that on a if both the Mercedes drivers have the same strategy, he cannot beat Lewis. Lewis is literally p- performing really really well in that car. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I think that anytime he feels like he is not getting the preferential strategy or if he's asked to follow team orders or something like that. Um, I, I just think that he thinks that he's doing so well that he should be preferred because even in the starting, when, when in, the, in the first couple of laps when he attacked Lewis and Lewis fought back and gained his position back, his um, entire attitude was, what, are we are we fighting each other or are we fighting the others? But he made the first move. Why does he think that Lewis is just going to sit back and relax and let him have that position? Lewis qualified ahead of him. So he's the first driver for this team. If, if Mercedes, if my theory is correct and Mercedes does not all out want to say that we have, the, that Lewis is our first driver or George is our first driver, whoever they decide, then... By what the theory is and what the rules are is that the driver who qualifies ahead is the uh, is the first driver for that race and he will get the preferential strategy. So I think maybe George was also that, oh, if I gain this position, maybe they'll make the switch. If I showed to them that I am faster in the car, maybe. I don't, I don't know, but I think that... But he was not fast. That's the whole problem. Yeah, he, he was, was not, not fast. fast. He was not fast. And I think that also led him to make that dumb decision of doing a one one stop strategy on a on a racetrack where tire degradation is so high that you and I mean one safety car and it would have been a master stroke, but okay. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. It's it's always a gamble. But uh, yeah, I yeah. think George Russell uh, lacks the understanding that you know, like it's a gamble. It's either going to work or it doesn't. And like he just has a lot of trouble accepting that it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, the last few laps, he had this uh, 
conversation on the radio with his race engineer regarding the uh switching the position positions right yeah uh yeah he clearly can't accept that i i know for that i mean he when he took the gamble he should have accepted it uh with both the hands but yeah it's okay and i mean but do you think fair, do you to, think hamilton should get a penalty uh, i mean the thing is that with, with the way fia works it's uh, really difficult but hamilton did not gain the position by that no he gave the position back he did no no, no he gained the position no, no he, he gave the position back uh, in the stint where they both went outside he gave the position back he then gained Is the it? position back by uh, when i think george pitted did he uh, yeah i don't think so no i don't yep, think yep, so yep. i think he I ran... think so. because because george did complain so towards the end of the race he was like oh lewis ran me off the track so um it was clear dude he pushed him uh, it's like kind of a brazil 2021 repeat Hmm. between max and lewis max and lewis uh, where max pushed off lewis to the far and he also went off the tracks and same same thing happened here yeah, but and people it's were consistent like, but it's consistent because max didn't get a penalty then also yes yes <laughs> at least this, it is consistent but yeah. again uh, mercedes and lewis fans were uh, crying about a penalty for max that that time also but nobody surprisingly wasn't talking about this incident surprise so surprise that's the point of being a team fan what you no, think that's, that's the, the point, point of being being a team fan a particular team fan yeah okay man as you wish uh, i just want to put my point out that's it see the thing is that uh you know i think it just boils down to the fact that the fia needs to do something about their shitty stewarding first thing second thing uh the thing is that i don't know man it's like it's it's so because i'm in my mind i'm like yeah i mean like max also didn't get the penalty of course we were crying about it and i mean even now george russell fans would be crying and like any other uh f1 fan who's not a lewis hamilton fan would be crying about getting lewis a penalty that lewis should have gotten a penalty okay cool <laughs> do something about it fi get your shit together like then give out the penalties the fi investigated it and they didn't give a penalty i think yeah. it should have been a penalty i think it should have been a penalty in brazil uh to max yes. i think it should have been a penalty in japan for lewis yes Yes. But I mean, hats off to FIA. At least they're consistent somewhere, even if it is in their wrong decisions. But <laughs> I mean, such a low bar. But I mean, you gotta give them props. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I think that. Okay. Do you think they thought about Brazil and? No, that would require <laughs> too much thinking from the stewards. Yeah. Exactly. No. 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 I'm not saying that. Um. They thought about it. I think the way the stewards work is that if they're not able to figure out if there is a problem or if there was something unfair that happened, they just they just say no further investigation. I think they're just like they're so scared of giving a controversial decision that they give the most controversial decision <laughs> because. every single time when we think that okay that is supposed to be 100% you look at what happened with max uh, last week 
or you look at this incident with Lewis, anybody who has watched Formula One for a consistently long period of time for for a couple of seasons would know that an an incident like that is going to warrant a penalty. It is definitely mm. going to be a penalty. But uh, I don't know, man. I really, I just one race weekend. One race weekend, I want to be a fly on the wall in that race control room. I just want to see what happens. I just want to see what happens because it's fascinating to me that things that are so obvious for fans uh, and uh, and like so many like you 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 listen to n number of podcasts that people make similar to us. Everybody is like, yeah, that should have been a penalty, but it's not given. Like it's. crazy to me how it is not obvious to the people who are actually making the decision when it is so obvious to everybody else it baffles my mind but it is so i understand team orders and i understand how the players might be feeling about it and they feel bad so i obviously understand why russell felt bad because for him he wanted to get that fifth and sixth but i kind of agree with lewis that if they would not have let lewis go it would have been sixth and seventh yeah 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 that is very obvious that is very obvious because what what russell was expecting uh, lewis to do was uh, the singapore thing totally forgetting that singapore is a circuit where it's so difficult to overtake that you having the rs is actually going to work it is not the same case with suzuka it's actually easy to overtake on suzuka like it's it's not it's a proper race track suzuka is not a street track it's not very narrow high speed corners or like some some shit like that. like it's not like the characteristics of both the tracks are different yeah it could have worked if signs was let's say A, a second or so behind, and George just needed to uh, needed DRS to kind of maintain that gap. Then it could have worked. But by the time George actually let Lewis through, Signs was already in the back of Lewis. Like if he had not bitched exactly. and moaned about it for so long, if he had not done that, then maybe Lewis could have helped because uh, I think Signs was. somewhere around a second and a half behind that's when that's when i shouted for the first time that give the team orders to switch the positions for me that was the moment that they should have and that should have happened instantaneously because they still had some breathing room and then lewis lewis didn't need to attack charles ahead he could have easily carried george and could have let him kind of maintain that gap because it was only like a couple of laps maybe george would have had to uh, let's say defend against carlos for penultimate lap or, or the last lap like one or two laps uh, towards the end but i think they could have made it work if only george russell had not been moaned and and allowed carlos signs to eat into that lead into that gap that he had to lewis So that's okay. Karma got him again. But to be fair, I think both Ferrari and uh, Mercedes scored the same number of points, right? Eighteen. Yeah, eighteen, eighteen. Yeah. So it's not. I mean, it's a good thing that they didn't uh, get outscored by Ferrari. But yeah, uh, George Russell. I think. I I think a, a bunch of it is also uh, Mercedes. 
like the team's fault because I think they're kind of enabling George Russell and his behavior because I think uh, when he was talking back and forth with his uh, engineer, I think the last thing he said to him was, so it's an instruction, George. This is not up for debate. Just do what you're told. So I think the team is also like after a point, the team is also like, yeah, you know what, like just just shut the fuck up and do what we're asking you to do. My but, only worry is Carlos. that Carlos gave another epic, another epic radio from Carlos Sainz. Oh my God. Yes, he's, yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. Such, such a cool radio again. Oh uh, my coming God. onto the radio and saying, they're using my trick against me. <laughs> oh my God. Carlos Sainz is the sass master. Dude, he is like a great driver he's a great strategist and he just brings out the sass on the radio dude like <laughs> it was so epic i like i loved it i was so angry at george but when i heard that radio i really loved yeah carlos Sainz having a very very good season but his race awareness is really good i have to yeah. give him props for that yeah 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 100 percent. we gave him props Last weekend, he did. I mean, this weekend also again, back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's proving that he deserves that Ferrari seat. Yeah, he also deserves a championship fighting car, man. I I just hope that Ferrari, uh, McLaren, Mercedes, and hopefully Aston too, for the sake of Fernando. I I hope that this season, I hope this season they figured out what's wrong with their cars, and hopefully next season we can have a four-way fight. Or a five-way fight. Of course, that's hoping too much. But even if we can get a two-way fight, it'll be good. Good change of pace. Can we now move on to Sergio? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Sergio Perez took the right lessons from Singapore and decided to repeat the exact same thing on KMAC. Uh, Terror train continues. And Hanibaji, you were right. Uh, I think you said on our group chat that I'm going to get really angry when I see the move he made on KMAC. And I was, because I was like, I literally slapped my head and I was like, how are you making that move? I just don't understand. It was not Sergio Perez, it was Bumper Car Perez. Yeah, but like, uh, I I, uh, will take my statements of last week back i know uh, shakuni you and i were having a conversation about sergio and i supported sergio a lot last weekend mm-hmm. he's just i don't know what is wrong with him man like this is uh, i mean I, perez never like felt a champion material to me at any point of time uh, i mean there were some instances where he was very brilliant uh, like take a Turkey 2020 or a... Sakir, his no, no, first Turkey, win. Turkey. Like also his first win, ah, yeah. like that drive from last also to his... first. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's what there are. There were some instances, but I always, I mean, I was never a fan of Checo. I did, I'd never rooted for him. Yeah, but he was also not this. I mean, yeah, the, the problem with Perez was uh, back in the day was consistency. I think a, lo- a lot of it Look, changed Perez in 2021. Perez is consistent when he is like a underdog. When people don't expect anything from him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's what. 
so when i don't know man i i have very mixed feelings with perez i mean also to quote uh, mr elmut marco he is south american dude <laughs> oh my god camila oh, oh my god can we stop no let's let's never quote helmet marco Please. yes 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 um yeah i don't know man but uh, red bull what do you think about this this loophole that they exploited this weekend very smart actually to be very honest very strange very strange i haven't heard or seen something like that until now no it has been done before so i read somewhere uh, this has been done before i forgot what race but this has been done before the, this has never been done before because the moment red bull said that we are going to do this because this is it is no, nowhere mentioned in the rule book that you cannot do this the fia said that okay you are allowed to do it this time but they are now making a change in the rules where you cannot do it this has literally never happened before. Yeah. They just read the uh, rule book. Because I think uh it was a while so Perez retired and then I think for for like some 7 8 odd laps people were just wondering because Perez was sitting in his car and I think Jonathan Jonathan mm-hmm. Wheatley was having a conversation with the race control and I think they were going back and forth on this only. And um uh, yeah, I have the printout of the rule book with me and uh, there's no uh, there's no specific rule that says uh that the car is officially out so technically they are allowed to exploit that because but as i said it it was very sneaky and kind of very smart of red bull they are able to exploit all these contracts so well i mean to I me personally i think it's just section. bad sportsmanship mm-hmm. uh sorry cream mm-hmm. please go i think they have a separate section of employees to find out these loopholes <laughs> dude i don't i, I don't even that. need i don't i don't think it, it is that hard because let's face it the rule book is literally filled with so many loopholes it's so vaguely written and things are not uh like even when they do all these revisions and everything because if you remember after spa 2021 they revised the rules for uh, race uh, races that are like what are going to be the rules for a ra- crazy raining race like that and then they were like yeah okay uh, they made the changes whatever and then 2022 japan they again had similar kind of uh what do you say um confusion about the points that needs to be applied because do you remember there was like an entire um what do you say confusion about whether max has become the champion or not because max went into the cool down room and he was like no i still need one more point to become the champion and then they were like no actually you got the full point so you are the champion so they still like the rule for that particular situation was revised in 2021 and we still had a situation in 2022 where it was not clear <laughs> what are the points that needs to be applied what are the conditions going to be like even uh, i think in suzuka it was also like is it going to be uh, last lap plus one more lap or is it going to be just when the counter runs down and that's the last lap even that thing happened so i i don't even think i think you just need good reading comprehension skills it's not even i don't i don't even think that you need like lawyers and shit to understand that and exploit loopholes but for me personally i think it's just 
bad sportsmanship. You retired the car. I think that's it. Your driver got a penalty. I I don't think that this is the first time that a driver has retired, and within the duration of the race, it has been announced that they have received a penalty. I don't think this kind of situation hasn't happened, but I think this is the first time we saw that a driver who retired got a penalty, then got out on the track, did a couple of laps, served their penalty, and then retired the car. Yeah, great penalty. Se yeah, again, so that, that, that's why I would say that it's, for, for me, very smart thing to do and everything. But I would still uh, say that it's just bad sportsmanship. Like you, and it's not in the spirit of the sport. But in the last two, three years, every year there has been incidents when things have not been in the spirit of the sport. But I think now we have to accept it. This is the new no, F1. No, no, no. No, see, I mean, there are some things. Like, um, I would say, uh, do you remember Fernando Alonso getting a penalty for uh, not doing his five-second penalty properly? And uh, yeah. then they went back and said that, oh, but you've actually not penalized these other drivers who've actually served the penalty. Like there was something about uh, the jack touching the rear wing or something like that. Those are good. Mm. Those are good things to come out because then those things provide a chance for the FIA to improve. Whether they take that chance or not is still a question, but it still provides a way for you to, you know, course correct and uh, kind of make better decisions and, and understand what has been the precedence and if it is wrong, then make those changes or whatever. Like, it, it, this to me feels like, oh, you just forgot to put this, but it's like largely understood. It's like gentlemen's agreement, right? When they talk about overtakes and everything. It's like, it's it's something that is understood by everybody on the grid. Everybody who's participating in the sport. Every team, every driver. They understand that. Um, this just, I, I don't know. It, it didn't, to me, it was just like, I don't know, man. Like, I would, I would expect this from a team who is in a, in a close fight of fighting for the survival or, or something like that. And then, then it makes sense that you would try to do this out of the box thinking to literally gain an advantage or something like that. Which is what I think the uh, Alonso saying that uh, the, the serving the penalty thing was. I think it was not because I think Aston Martin at that time was a bad team or anything, but it was just an advantage. It was really early on in the season. They were like, wait, why would we let go of these points? These can be very important points for us. This to me was like, ugh. I don't know. I wasn't impressed. And not just because it's Red Bull. Any team that would have done this, I would have had similar feelings. Hmm. Honey Badger, what are your feelings? I mean... It's okay, man. Uh, I don't mind it. There anyway, like... <laughs> a gazillion point ahead. Right yeah, I don't care anyway what they do. No, Let but... Let them exploit all the loopholes. Sure, but like it's also... I mean, it's not like K-Mac was on his way to win his first race or something. But still, like he... Like, Checo literally got away from ruining Albin's race last weekend. And then this weekend, he actually got a penalty. And now he's going to get away 
with that also because i think if if the fia has accepted that this is a valid thing to do they cannot they now, have accepted they have accepted they have, he is not getting yeah. exactly so now they can't like heading into qatar they cannot be like oh checko you you have a three place grid drop because they've already accepted that this is a valid way for you to serve your penalty so um i think perez has escaped a lot of uh, consequences for his very stupid and very questionable actions he hmm. broken his front wing twice dude yeah yeah he got his front wing dri- replaced three times twice. in just one race what the hell bro i mean it's okay you are under pressure but fuck ruin your own race but don't ruin other races no yeah and then like it- and he did it deliberately like it was such a deliberate move where you can see that he he saw elbon coming and he still went inside came out yeah. came out no came i was out. talking about the singapore one singapore singapore one yeah 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 and yeah, i yeah. mean like similarly for 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 kmag as well like he was so far behind it's not even like they they headed into that corner like right next to each other he was so far behind there was like just 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 the stupidest dive bomb like i would not do that dive bomb if i was Dude, playing at one i mean same corner logan sargent uh, made a move on botas right hmm. Hmm. same corner botas uh, went off uh, into the gravel and uh, he had to come back and i think he didn't finish right botas yeah he no 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 indian fpr yeah. so what's the difference between perez and a rookie then exactly he's making mistakes like this having that dominant car in his hand what's the difference between and a i have and... been cursing the rookie also for the mistake <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's what that's what and uh, you are expecting me to be calm about perez who is a senior driver come on bro i'm not doing that he he is supposed to be better than this this is yeah. just stupid and if they if red bull or any of the red bull fans expect that oh this was a racing incident no it was not it was not this no, was no, a no. deliberate I mean, move i w- i would have accepted it if it happened once in a blue moon but uh, back to back two races happening uh, the same things happening no i can't take it yeah i'm like i'm running out of ways to uh, you know give perez the benefit of the doubt and be like oh but he's like like yeah i'm i'm just running out of excuses for perez is what i'll say i never had excuses but that's a different discussion altogether yeah yeah i mean i'm just i'm mostly talking about my my thoughts and my defense yeah, yeah, yeah. of perez last week uh it is similar to what you did for stroll in us <laughs> and then what he mm. did in brazil yes, 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 yes. yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i'm doing <laughs> so yeah man i don't know like this uh this this entire race just made me angry uh Wait, where was stroll he he dnf right or Yeah, yeah, he did. Also DNF. Yeah, and poor guy Alonso. They they had it all wrong with the strategy. Yeah, I think the this car had no pace. The the soft was not a good tire to start on. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they had to pit early, and uh, that made him vulnerable to uh, all the others who are on yeah. mediums. <clears throat> very bad, very bad strategy. Yeah, very. Uh, very questionable call from and i think uh, fernando was rightfully angry about that mm. yeah 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 but i mean it's 
part of the game again they uh they took a they took a gamble it didn't work out uh, yeah it's i mean he didn't even fight uh he was way too much respectable uh for a fernando alonso level yeah 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 i i think see and this is what i would say i love about fernando is when when he knows that you know there's no point fighting he's not going to make these stupid dive bomb or like just yeah try to do like silly stupid thing that makes us all go like what the fuck are you doing kind of mm-hmm. uh but oh my god perez but let's not talk about perez anymore i'm just yeah let's this, talk about max then uh yeah max verstappen back with a vengeance <laughs> back with a vengeance and now the guys knows about the max verstappen cool, cool down room podcast as well yeah <laughs> but <laughs> he was so, he his sense of uh, sense of humor is so low he couldn't get the joke yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> because uh and like for a, for a second okay for a second i thought that this podcast thing was real and i will admit that i googled max verstappen podcast i couldn't find anything i thought this was a real thing that red bull was doing uh, especially also because i think there was like a fake apology post on the uh, yeah 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 <laughs> so i thought mm, is this thing real then i i got the joke very late too but yeah that was fun okay speaking of max do you guys think he will break that uh, 455 points record how much uh, how many points do, does he have 454 400 yeah yeah definitely like 55 who's stopping he, he will he will i like there are like six races remaining yeah yeah i think he will do it in mexico hmm. he can he can I mean oh, also Qatar uh, is a sprint weekend so yeah. potentially you can on like what 33 points and mm. yeah Mexico the next race is Mexico right no US what next race is US I think you'll do it in Qatar next race is Qatar next no, no, is after Qatar. Qatar after Qatar is US I think you'll do it in oh, US okay okay yeah 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 Qatar Qatar Mexico Brazil Vegas Abu Dhabi oh Vegas oh my god worry I try to be okay. <laughs> yeah, and next day is uh, Monday. When you see like Max pulling four five seconds uh, in front, you will go and then sleeping. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, do that. Yeah, it's fine. Do that. We will fill you in. We'll we'll tell you what happened in the race. Join the podcast. We'll tell you what. Happened. Yeah, I mean it will be light lights out and Max wins, so it's not yeah. going to be any different. Yeah, that's fine. We've literally watched the like so many seasons. What this is his thirteenth win of the season. So yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, also eleventh team by next year, most probably. Who's joining? Andretti. Yeah. Oh, is it's final? 
his bid is accepted no oh nice so there were three bids yeah so there were three bids and two of them are rejected and antreti's bid is taken to the next step oh but like it's not like a like a green light like come with cadillac so antreti will come with cadillac oh, oh nice okay so two more seats open up liam lawson has a chance dan eric can go there oh kramer yeah, yeah. go ahead kramer, go ahead with your kramer Kramer, you had a Danny Rick rant. Please, the stage is all yours. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I am fine with Daniel Ricardo coming back, but I am not okay with him coming back to Alpha Tauri because Alpha Tauri is like a sister team for Red Bull, and it is like breeding ground for like young rookie drivers. And there is no way Danny Rick is like young or rookie driver. And letting there is like eight more teams he can go to. Literally, there are eight more teams, and he can go there easily, but not Alpha Tauri. That's just unacceptable. I don't think rest of the eight teams are willing to take Ricardo, right? Because they have their driver lineup set. Yeah. And also, that's the problem. I mean, yeah. I don't care. I don't want to see him in the Alpha Tauri seat. I want Alpha Tauri. I mean, yeah. I want to see like future Red Bull drivers in that seat, not Ricardo. I understand, but it was not his choice. He had only one option left. That's that's how he chose, I guess. He mm. wanted a seat in F1, and he got one. That's it. Yeah, I think that's but, yeah, what I happened. Yeah, I agree to your points. And also, I mean, like, look, Liam Lawson, absolutely phenomenal performances in these three races that he's driven for AlphaTauri. But yes. and the way AlphaTauri treats rookies. um just this pressure cooker from day one so many young drivers who just didn't get and i and i get it you know like cool they didn't show potential this that blah 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 but like mm-hmm. they they have they have done this so many times they've promoted a driver then demoted it they've they've signed a rookie driver and then just halfway through the season they've just been like okay tata bye bye we we don't care we don't require your services anymore i would much rather liam lawson wait another year and then get a proper chance than just be like oh now that there is a rookie driver let's just get rid of daniel ricardo because he's wasting mm. a rookie seat quote and quote um yeah. uh i am all for having younger talents on the grid but not in a team like alpha tauri that is just going to give them 8 9 races and if they are not performing to max le- max levels uh from day 1 they are out in like 10 races i would much rather they wait one more season so i have very mixed okay. feelings about that and it's nothing to do with the fact that i love daniel ricardo um uh i would have been 100% okay if daniel did not have a seat um this entire season uh frankly i wasn't expecting a comeback of daniel's in the alpha tauri seat uh i didn't mm. think that they would get rid of nick devries that early i knew he was not doing yeah. super well in that alpha tauri but that was also a very shit car this <laughs> literally the last team yeah yeah and as much as i 
you know agree with nick being treated very badly i don't see where alpha tauri was going with nick devry as well i mean he is a great driver and i still hate how they dealt with it but i just don't see the vision of alpha tauri right now like i don't understand what they are doing or trying to achieve now see i i think at the time uh, i think red bull didn't think that they had any junior drivers that had the potential to jump into a formula 1 seat and hence they signed somebody like devries who in his first quote unquote f1 debut race his f1 debut race scored points for williams so they did see that kind of potential and expected something out of it and they they signed him because they were like okay here is a driver who can just jump into a car and give a phenomenal performance and that is the kind of person we needs he obviously wasn't able to do that and some of that does some of the fault does lie with nick there uh, with respect to his performance but again like alfa tauri does not treat rookies like rookies like there's mm. so little time given so kramer i get where you're coming from and if if it wasn't for this track record of red bull and Alpha Tauri treating young drivers like this I would 100% agree with you but Liam Lawson again is a driver who's showing so much promise um I I don't want him getting that opportunity at a time when he's not ready like look at what happened with Gasly exactly. yeah he got promoted to the Red Bull mm. seat very quickly then got demoted back that also fucks so, with you like This is a sad generation dude we are a sad generation of people who uh, who have uh, very much trust on the recency bias and uh, we give very less thought and less uh, time to you know exactly judge things too quickly uh, in both ways while especially in sports while you're picking a driver see go through the f1 comments like uh, where loss i mean ricardo and sonoda were uh, confirmed as alpha authority uh, drivers half or maybe like most of the com- comments were uh, saying loss and deserves a seat blocking deserves a seat so similar kind of comments right yeah I, and i would say it was similar to what what happened with nick, nick devries yeah yes, yes the yes. kind of support nick devries had Exactly. We had a discussion when Nick DeVries yeah. had a, a phenomenal F1 debut replacing Albon that time, right? We yeah. had a discussion, this might be an outlier, mm-hmm. maybe he might not do that well. Uh, yeah. See, we, sadly, we have become the generation, we, I mean, the stakeholders, everyone involved in the sport, they have become the, that's how the things are right now. We are judging too quickly and um getting the drivers in and we are judging too quickly and getting the drivers out yeah that's sad reality i would say it's similar to what's happening with logan sargent and the entire it's conversation happening about across sports not only in formula 1 yeah. Uh, yeah 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 happening everywhere yep sad sad reels generation is the worst generation bro <laughs> gen z's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, do you think Liam Lawson will go to Williams with Albon? See, again, this is my point. Like, I, I don't think Logan Sargent is... Again, this is recency bias because he's had two crashes in the last uh, three or four races. That, that's, that's what it is. And see, man, I get it. I get it. It's going to, like, 
you know hinder your ability to develop the car this that blah 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 but like you budget according to that that's how you budget i get it i get it but again like he's a rookie he's a you have to give these people time i get it and then again what what happens what is williams planning to do because uh, the rumors are that felipe drogovic is in contention for that team liam lawson is in contention for that team so what you're just going to have alex albon in one seat and then just go through these rookies and if they have like two or three crashes that cost you a couple millions you're just going to be like okay rookie number 2 you are out rookie number 3 get into the car like i i don't mm. get it and even like look at haas look at a haas pairing like haas went for okay we have like two experienced drivers we're not going to have rookies we're not going to give mick schumacher any more time in the car which again like i'm not saying mick uh, deserved a seat like i think his last season that he drove for haas was like pretty pretty bad and he did cost haas a lot of a shit ton of money which haas let's be fair probably did not have so i get it yep. but it's also a team that has two very experienced drivers two drivers who are uh, quote unquote uh, consistent drivers who can fight for points this that they are eighth in the constructors kevin magnussen came back to the team he has what has i think in total has some 12 points or 11 points nico hulkenberg well, has 9 and uh, kevin magnussen has the remaining one like so so what so you are getting rid of rookies because they're not able to perform then you'll bring in uh, experienced drivers and but like your experienced drivers are also not able to like so then what are you not going to have a driver like we are so desperate to get results instantaneously that it's just like this recency bias is just it's going to ruin careers it's going to ruin teams like just just give people time yeah just calm down and give people time i get it it's a business first and foremost it's entertainment there's a lot of money on the line there's that but then like if you can't do that maybe you need to question the decisions that you're making maybe then logan sargent would should never have joined the team but williams also wanted that bang that would have come from us and like having an american driver and blah 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 you also wanted that but then you also want him to drive like an experienced driver and keeping her out of the wall which i think he is done for 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 most of the year it's just the last couple of races where he's had a few shunts that have been costly to the team but other than that i think he's been a pretty solid driver i would say nothing spectacular but i mean could have been worse could still be latifi in that car so you know okay compared to latifi sargent is much 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 better exactly my point exactly my point you also have experienced drivers who are so shit like we literally like 40 minutes ago we compared sergio perez's moves uh, on kevin magnussen as a rookie mistake the dude has been on the grid for more than a decade now so it's a gamble it's always a gamble everything you do in sport is a gamble strategy decisions are gamble driver signings are gamble employee poaching is a gamble it's always everything 
डिजाइन डिसीजंस लाइक एवरीथिंग इज अ कैम्बल सो जस्ट एक्सेप्ट द कॉन्सिक्वेंसेस दैट योर कैम्बल मे बी डिड नॉट वर्क द एग्जैक्ट वे दैट यू पिक्चर्ड इट आई थिंक इफ लोगन सार्जेंट लूजेस हिज वॉल्यूम सीट आई वुड अगेन बी वेरी 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 डिसअपॉइंटेड एंड आई डोंट नो मैन while i agree he has not lit the grid on fire with his spectacular performances uh i still think that he's not that bad a rookie uh he hmm. he's actually doing a pretty decent job is he the next uh, you know lando or george or charles no but he's also not latifi or stroll which is a blessing hmm. so yeah i think that that covers everything that we wanted to talk about mm, yeah mm, i think that's about it yep okay cool as i was saying i did not calculate the points because it is fun when creamer is on the call and we don't do predictions so <laughs> thanks everyone for joining yeah. we are done. <laughs> predictions has become my segment now thanks everyone for joining we are done with suzuka uh qatar is i think next to next weekend and it is also a sprint weekend um um the second last sprint weekend i don't know man i'm not too sure as to how good that circuit is for sprint from what i can very poorly recall from the last race it was a pretty boring one despite the fact that it was in 2021 which was a seasonary hard like one of the best championship battles it's it was where, it's where this uh, alonso's radio came out right? yes uh, ask uh, ask who can to defend oh, like a lion can to defend like a lion yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only thing that uh, Qatar circuit gave us in 2021 was that epic radio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, am I the only one excited for Las Vegas? Yeah, it seems like. Yeah. Even the people, uh, people okay. of Vegas are not excited for it. Yeah, because that. for them it's a nuisance. Yeah. Yeah. And that circuit looks like a square, almost a square hole. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's... the reason why they are not happy is because they have closed the Bellagio fountain. They have closed the MGM grandstand. No. Everything. If you turn that side, turn that circuit upside down, it looks like a pig. That's all I know. <laughs> okay, I I just we should not have more street circuits, man. Uh, I yeah. don't know why we have more more and more street circuits. I mean, uh, who shared the grease thing? as much as i love greece and i think it's a very fantastic location to visit for a vacation we just can we not have any more street tracks like street we have tracks. enough uh, yeah. bring back nurburgring <laughs> or hockenheim <laughs> bring back bring proper districts stepang bring back boot circuit i know right bring back shanghai dude like just let's just shanghai yeah Yeah, so many good tracks, and we're just going for street races. I I don't know for what reason. So let's see. I I money. also think. Yeah, I know it's money. I also think that Vegas has mm. been hyped 
way too much like almost miami levels even more i would I, say i think i think it's going to be a super flop race yeah same yep but the glitterati will be very good glitterati apart from that's the only thing i think it's going to be uh, good yeah exactly yeah. like monaco exactly and like so uh, this you're literally describing a monaco race weekend yeah exactly monaco 2.0 Yeah. yeah so we we don't we don't like monaco 1.0 why do we need a 2.0 that's my point <laughs> we don't like it we don't like paise ale ale paise paise ale ale oh my god like uh, and i mean like how are even the tickets being sold when you need like a kidney and a half worth to just stand oh, okay. people in america are just mad okay uh, I don't know man just like this stop like I think we need a calendar that is just pure race tracks like just have 15 mm-hmm. races I don't care but like have them on proper race tracks meant for racing meant for overtaking like just like broad enough that two or three cars can go side by side and you have some action bring back germany man like I, I, It's, it's bonkers to me that a circuit like spa is in danger of losing and we have like oh, bring back malaysia yeah he said sepang hanibaj said sepang okay malaysia is again great circuit i also speaking of bic did i don't think anybody of us watches moto gp right no 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 i yeah. i watched like 2020 because covid Yes, exactly. I didn't. I I used to watch in my childhood. Uh, I saw like oh. good Chenko for Valentino Rossi domination era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I say Yamaha era. So that Michael Schumacher. Is Honey Badger saying something? Yeah. No, he just he just faded out. No, no, no. I'm saying. Are you guys listening? Your voice is a little bit low. Wait. One sec. Is it good now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Much better. Okay, okay, okay. So, I mean, I have seen that uh, Valentino Rossi era, as Kramer was saying, that Schumacher Rossi, that crossover yeah. era. Mark Marquez era. Mark Marquez is like recent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I saw that part. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I mean, he is like a, a generational generational talent. yeah uh but uh, i've been i've i followed the gp and the results but didn't wa- get to watch the race oh, and even like i think i stopped it when uh, ten sport took it off yeah, yeah accessibility to when, watch uh, uh, different yeah, sports is then a i had problem. to find like euro sport or something man it was just too much effort i just gave up <laughs> too much trauma yeah. No trauma, man. I didn't support anyone. But like, yeah, this is nice. Maverick video, all this. But uh, this MotoGP has a great commentary. Mm-hmm. Okay, my point was that MotoGP is back in is here in India for the first time. Can Formula One also come back, please? I don't want to buy tickets in euros or dollars or Canadian yeah. dollars or Australian dollars or. Yen. Brazilian dollars, but don't go to Australia, man. I mean, if you if you are going only for a, a, a to watch a Aussie GP, I suggest you not to go. Yeah, Aussie, 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 oi, 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 
No, I think oh, zero, zero, there are a lot of uh, circuits for me where I mean I would go for a vacation to that. Like literally, um, uh, we would go to uh, Japan to watch. Like we want to go at a time when Suzuka is happening, and then Neil can also go crazy about all the anime stuff there. So uh, that's the plan. <laughs> Man, Japan is a bit tough to do for like a Grand Prix and vacation. Because circuit is far, far away from the city, and you won't get rooms and all. No, no. So you have to stay in Osaka. Not you can't yeah. stay in Suzuka. So you stay in Osaka, uh, and uh, you do the Grand Prix weekend, and uh, Neil can nerd out for the rest of the week on anime stuff. Yeah, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how, and that's the case. So, so like Australia also have a lot of friends and like coral reefs and this, that. So like you do the race weekend and then make it a holiday. Australia has huge spiders. Huge spiders. So yeah, you have a lot of, no, have man, a lot of wildlife. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared of spiders. Cool. Ron Weasley. We get it. Okay, <laughs> on that note, on that joke that only I got and anybody who's... I also got Come on. Okay. We all know Harry Potter. Ron. He is more like uh, on the Malfoy ka friend. Crab? Crab. Boyle? Yeah. Crab, no, crab. I think, I think, crab. I think Kramer is Percy Weasley. Mm, no. Yeah. He was too stickler for rules. Kramer is not. Kramer is not. Kramer is actually <laughs> Mandanga's Fletcher. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Man, I am happy as long as I am not Peter Pettigrew. Uh, yeah, you are yet to betray us on that level. But I am like, jury still out. Yeah. <laughs> you can still be. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, man. I am but like a Hagrid. You are not Hagrid. Oh, no. You are not He's, Hagrid. Sorry. Hagrid is so pure. And I am Hagrid. serious black, actually. Yeah. I Come mean, on. No, I, I, I'm not too high on series, so yeah, cool. Uh, but no, you're actually, I don't know. I know, I think he's Mandanga's Fletcher. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Fletcher. Fletcher. Fletcher it is. Fletcher it is. Man, we went from geeking on anime to Harry Potter. Yeah. And you still got Mandanga's Fletcher. Yep, that's yeah. what happened. Man, I'm happy that I'm not Peter Pettigrew. Good. <laughs> That's what or happens Bellatrix. when these five nerds hang out. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, let's not make editing harder for me. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.